Genesis sounds like shit smells. I guess. It does. It totally does. Are you a hater? Are you in the land of confusion? I just do not like Genesis, and I was reminded of it the other day. Okay. Hey everyone, Trash South Street. Trash South Street, Jamie Z. Lou Sessa, uh, Genesis fucking sucks. I guess. It does. I it don't feel strongly guess. either way. I do. Okay. It sucks. Anyway, we won't Better, be talking about why Genesis. Why do you have that big Phil Collins poster oh, above your computer? Oh, the one with all the kissy marks on yes. it? Yes. Oh, that's just out of coincidence. Okay, that's a little weird. Hey, I just did. <laughs> I don't like their music. And it's got Simba all over it. Didn't he do a Lion King song? He did, uh, no, the Elton, Sir Elton John. Oh, i sorry. Lion he did Tarzan, I think. I forget what he You know did. how we all sing the Tarzan songs? I no did. one sings. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. He held a gun to my head. I can tell you. A Tarzan song. Okay. He had a gun to my head. I could tell you a Lion King song. Circle of Life. Hakuna Matata. And Hakuna Matata. And can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love? And, and Jungle the Boogie. Boo -doo 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 -boo -boo. That's when Pumbaa's having sex with Timon. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. They cut. That's for the adult version. No. Uh, so what's new? What's going on? Um. Since uh, I saw you in Tarjay. Yeah, we were in a Target. Yeah. I was in the the poison aisle. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. It was funny. <laughs> ha ha. Funny. Ha, ha. I'm like, guess I'm not killing myself today. <laughs> I started school. Yeah, how was school? How was venturing out into the open? Good. Um, I had my orientation online. I had my lecture and seminar online, and then we went to lab on Friday. And today is September fifth. My group is only compiled. Like, compiled is uh, compiled. Only has seven kids in it. Mm -hmm. Kids were 20s and 30s. Kids. I am the oldest. There's a lady who's a little bit younger than me that has like three kids, and mm. she's really cool. Um, everyone seems very cool. But anyway, my teacher, my professor was like, make sure, because we have to go through a screening check checkpoint before right. we enter the building, even in our car. Ah. So you have to pull up, get your temperature taken rectally, rectally of course. Oh. Red means rectal. Now, obviously, they take your temperature uh, with the oh. little thermal gun there, yeah. temporally, whatever. And then they ask you your name, what building you're mm -hmm. going to, and then you get a bracelet. And you can only enter the oh. building when you have the bracelet, and you have to wear gloves and a mask. Oh, nice. So she's like, make sure you stay, You get there like a half hour early. So I left. My class started at 11.30. I left at 10.20. I got there at 10.45 and waited in the fucking parking lot because there was no line for anything. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> Which was good to a point. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, they just took my temperature, and like the lady was really cool, and... It was um it was interesting. We were all like six feet apart. We all had to wear a mask when we had to like practice on each other kissing. Um, <laughs> we had to wear like face mask, like a big face guard, yeah. or we can wear goggles come next mm. time in lab. But it was uh, it was really good, and I, I enjoyed it. Oh, nice. It was nice. We're only allowed to be there for three hours, and then they kick us out. Ah. The only thing that sucks though, when you're trying to learn skills, you you can't go back in the building. Before you used to be able to go and like practice with, yeah, with each other or you now. can rent a room but obviously for covid no you have to go out the building a certain way yeah. there's security guards all over so um let's see how it stays well, good for Marco. Um, yeah they, they they've been doing a good job i have to say yeah i went to the movies i know you're insane it's not that insane so yeah i did feel like it was a day i need to get out i was going nuts it was um, almost like you told me 
<laughs> like I don't even know. Like and the your cat died. That you when you were like, well, I went to the movies. I was so like, oh, really quick, short story. So to see Empire Strikes Back, I'm like, you're gonna wear COVID for so Empire get back. Strikes so, Back. I would say the same week poor Asano passed on, mm-hmm. and I'd say at least two other friends of mine had to put their pets down. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, yeah, it was an epidemic. Uh, Gray Kitty had an extremely poor reaction to a preventative medication. Mm-hmm. It was a really rough night. The next morning, like, took her to the vet. She's pissing everywhere, and she's going nuts, and it's like she has a crazy switch, and she's really disturbed. And I take her to the vet. She kept and, on listening to Disturbed, too. She was like, Wah! Yeah, that's how she was acting. I take her to the vet, and, you know, like, so you pull up in the vet. They take your cat. Yeah. And then they call you on the phone. Mm-hmm. So the first thing they're like is, you have such a sweet kitty. And apparently it's in her father that she's a sweet kitty. Mm. Anyway, so she's on medication. She, she was much better, but she was going through a bit where she was just pissing on stuff constantly. Now, some of it is like trauma, but some of it, I think, was the medication. Yeah. But I was like at the end of my rope because it was... Yeah, I don't blame you. It, you know, constantly. So I had a day I needed to get out for a while. And it was one of those heat wave days. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go... To see the movies. Mm. Now, was there an element of Tchaikovsky drinking unboiled water during a cholera epidemic? Who's to say? (laughs) But I went. Yeah, it was Empire Strikes Back because I'm like, when am I going to have this opportunity? It was the first show. You know when you have the opportunity sitting on your couch streaming. It's not the same. There were three cars in the parking lot. I did not see a single individual other than the... COVID. Manager, <laughs> COVID and I went into the a movie theater by myself mm-hmm. and had a pleasant time. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's different during the day. I would have if there were people there. I would have seen it with them. But before, I, well, I just did cut you off. So, Animal Medical Center is the vet we go to, and yeah. I received a very, very nice look at that a condolence card that pretty much the Aww. whole office yeah, signed. Yeah, that is a lot. Um, I sent them a thank you note because they've been like. They've been great yeah. for my whole time there, and like mm-hmm. everyone knew me and Victor, but I thought it was really, really That's nice. really sweet. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I just thought um, it was nice. So before we get into music, my big revelation from watching Empire, I had two. Okay. I had you're, three, actually. You're a dum-dum? <laughs> no, it wasn't dumb. I'm still alive. Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> no. Although, for the people are really robbed of that surprise. Moment, yeah. That Yoda really, he's not put on act. I think Yoda just went batshit crazy living on a planet by himself for 30 years. Maybe. The big thing is Luke going to Cloud City accomplishes absolutely nothing because he is not even remotely a factor in everyone escaping. A matter of fact, they have to come back and save him. Yeah, true. And uh, there's some hot uh, incest action with yeah. Luke and Leia. Mm, okay. I've never seen it. It's the extended cut where <laughs> they, they bump uglies. Mm. I'm going to dwell in a movie that's what, like... Uh, 1980. So 40 years old or yeah. whatever at this <laughs> point. It's really... Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's whatever. But anyway, I was a brave little toaster. Mm. I ran. I helped Mark run a 50K today, which yeah. is 31 miles. Yeah. All through um, uh, Valley Forge Park and yeah. Pauling's Farm. I did the like uh, last 13 miles mm-hmm. with him. So I did... Kind of my first trail marathon. Yeah. So a wee bit tired. I saw your picture. Like I've been on that Pauling's Farm Trail before. It's nice. It's weird. Like it's so ever since like the derecho and all that. 
Mm-hmm. It's so weird where they have the trees that are completely uprooted, and there's that one point where it's a big tree that they just bored a hole through. Yeah, that was crap. cool. It's like yeah. Endor. Yeah, yeah. Except um, I yub, came. Yub. Yes, I came across some wicked or some. Um, the fuck are they called? Ewoks. Ewoks. <laughs> was one of them like he had little? He had little like one looked uh, a little bit like Princess Leia. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> He have a little a little cup of watery liquid that said this isn't COVID. <laughs> yep, that was weird. It said COVID nineteen and then scrawled a crown not <laughs> above it. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll talk about uh, music. Yeah, do you want to go first? You want me to? Well, I'm only doing two this time. All right, I guess I'll start well, with. I'll start with Don't Sleep. All right. I reviewed I think a couple of their EPs before, and it's Dave Smalley from. As you may know, Dag Nasty, Down by Law. He was sang for All for a little bit. So this is his newest band. And they're out of Harrisburg. And they're melodic hardcore punk. And this was out September 1st from Mission 2 Entertainment. I would say this is more or less straight up punk and like rock and roll. Yeah, definitely. I thoroughly like this album a lot. I did too. So anyway, it starts off with Don't Sleep. It's pretty much like someday is today. Don't sleep on it. Like just go out and get it. Keep your hustling. It's got a bunch of catchy riffs. It is very PMA. And it's, yeah, like go after your dream. No Way Out, awesome song. Keep standing up for the shit you believe in. Keep fighting the good fight. Reflection. Really catchy guitar riff. I like a little breakdown in the middle. It's more or less um, reflecting on yourself. Be better. You can't change your past. Cool song. I have pretty much like every... I thought every yeah, song was very, very catchy and like a, pretty much a winner. True North. A little different. More like pop sense. Like mm-hmm. I would say more pons, pop sensibility. It has a, like a cooler slow bass riff going in it in the beginning. Cool guitar riff throughout. And it's pretty much like you make your own world. So own it. Abandon Us. A little faster. Regular punk song. Just losing... Um, Losing passion and like morals in mm-hmm. like the whole pandemic and what's all this yeah. bullshit going around, politics, the social unrest around us. Prisoners is one of my favorite songs. Very cool. I love the chorus. It's very catchy. It's very fun, and it's pretty much how you can make your world your own personal prison if you want to or not. We will remain catchy, fun punk song about pretty much rebelling against the broken system. Walking in Sinai. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> It's a little slower, a little more groove to it. I just like the way he delivers his vocals. Pretty cool, cool riffy guitars. Yeah. Um, Refine Me, cool song. Being Yourself, Being True to Yourself, Foundation. That almost reminds me of a little bit the guitars of a helmet song. Yeah. Wreckage is their reggae song about rebellion, very clash. And December, December's really cool. Ends with this like acoustic guitar and drum. It's for, like a peace slash folk punk. And it's Pretty much just like being, trying to be inspirational, keeping positive and just keep hustling. This album like exude or like just like PMA, like positive, it just comes out of this, this, uh, this release. It's very catchy. I really like it. It's not too heavy. It's not too soft. It's, as I said, it's almost like a hard rock slash punk album. It doesn't do anything super different, but it's very fun to listen to. Like Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoy it. And if you're looking for something like uplifting, if you're kind of feeling down or you're trying to find yourself maybe it's a very good uplifting album to listen to i dug it yeah. i did too I really liked it a lot. <laughs> don't sleep i didn't think it was really up your alley but I, no. the more i listen to it i'm like this is actually like this is really good i can yeah yeah put this it is on. really good mm-hmm. um, and did you uh, so i listened to it on youtube did you listen to it on youtube or 
I have, um, I bought the vinyl. Ah. Uh. So I have the download. But yeah, for some reason on Bandcamp, it wasn't on Bandcamp, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So that's when I just said it's on YouTube. Like, I knew they had the, the street. I don't think it was broken down in songs. I think it was just mm. the entire record. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yay, don't sleep. Don't sleep. You know what else is good stuff, but isn't so PMA? What? Ritual Earth. It's good stuff. So Ritual Earth, out of Philly, PA, Yeah. a bit of a disclosure. Uh, the drummer of Ritual Earth was a former co-worker of mine. Oh, okay. I was trying to look who, like, if I knew anybody from um, different bands. But I didn't recognize. I mean, they I were didn't either. all, I believe. The younger? What? Are they younger? It would be my age, actually. Ooh. I believe. Ooh. So, yeah, you're right, younger. Yeah. Younger um, 60s. I believe I know. So, the drummer, Chris Turek, I worked with years ago. Oh, okay. He was in a band, and maybe they were all in the same band, called Chimp Grinder, which was a lot more uh, metal. Okay. Yeah, I really like this. Yeah, I like it. It's different. So, the uh, this came out uh, September 1st. The title is MMX, or MMXX, or... 2020. Yeah, I, I thought it was 2020. And it is spacey, doomy, stoner metal. Yeah. Um, has all these awesome vocals, very 70s. Yeah. Kind of reminds me a bit of Wind Hand. I can see that. As far as the vocals go. I got a lot of Pink Floyd and yeah, like... Yeah, a lot of Pink Floyd, a lot of these these meandering, heavy, crushing, bluesy riffs. Like, yeah, and it's like a lot of space rock. A stoner doom metal with a lot of space rock. Um, so all the things that... Um, you know, company that jacking off the guitar, mm-hmm. like very bassy, bluesy. Bath salts. Bath salts. <laughs> That's why this album is, is best uh, listened to while smoking bath salts. Mm, yes, and eating faces. So it's a deliberate and trippy journey through time and space. I said thematically and sonically. It reminds me of Mariner, actually, but Cult of Luna. And at times, some of the songs do remind me of Cult of Luna or Post. Metal. I like how in the description it had like Soundgarden too, because I'm like I could hear a little Soundgarden. Yeah. But. So this is from their um, their Bandcamp, which mm-hmm. is where I was doing. Seven charged dystopian transmissions set to the pulse of the dying universe to come. Ritual Earth travel further than their previous offering, pushing boundaries while remaining true to their original mission, manipulating auditory elements to deliver a soundscape that coalesces with the listener's projections and expansion of consciousness. While headphones may not be required for optimal immersion, they're very much encouraged. And also acid. <laughs> I, I almost want to say baggage. It's not really baggage, but the baggage comes when you have a, a spacey, trippy, space rocky, stoner metal. Is You have a few songs that are pretty long. Yeah. Which, of course, makes it a bit of a challenge. Um, I thought it, like, I listened to most of it today. Uh-huh. And I kind of just had it on in the background, and I it was... It's very, it that's flew it, by on, in the background. It's very good as background music. It's, it's, it's almost ambient at times. Yes, I agree. I like, I like that part of it. It's really hard to describe other than that. Like, I, I described every song. Like, uh, my two favorites are Repri- Reprisal slash Nebulos Diablos, mm-hmm. which is like a nine-minute song. And it has this really spacey guitar solo. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of about environmental decline and sort of dreaming of a time when it's no longer... Apparent. And this one, most of these songs are about the death of the earth. Mm. I know I was thinking of Victor when I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know someone who would be totally up into this. <laughs> He'd probably say it was too optimistic. And then I have Dreadnought, which is the, is I a think that's my it's very song. chuggy metal. It's a cool. Song. It's the most different. It's almost um, like a progressive metal song. Yeah, it's, it's very prog metal. And the final song, of course, being Ascension Dimension, which is a very Pink Floyd, and that's mm-hmm. like twelve and a half minutes. 
like I said, very, it's a bit challenging to review just because it's hard to parse out these songs. It's very good when the, the riffs kick in, there were these really heavy riffs. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really good to just go around and kind of do this or that. Mm -hmm. I'd like the whole, as I said, like the ambient, like you, yeah, it like kind of flies by. Like you know how much mm -hmm. I enjoy listening to very long so yeah. songs. It was just flying mm -hmm. by for me. So yeah, that would be Ritual Earth. It was good stuff. And this is their first. They had a demo come out, I think, last year, or the year before. Oh, cool. So this would be their first album. Are they all self-produced or self-produced? Okay, cool. Um, I guess I will go with Fame, Hollow Hope, and this came out uh, August twenty eighth on Safe Inside Records. They better, they're out of Denver, hardcore punk band. If you like Red Bait, if you like Modern Life is War, if you like, like, Defeater and Ruiner, that type of stuff, you will like fame. If you like angry young ladies. <laughs> um, they had a, a couple stuff, a couple things out before, um, I think 2017, they had a demo out, and I believe they had something out, out between now and then, 2017 or mm -hmm. whatever. Starts out with a lot of female vocals. She's the, uh, I think her name's Kat. I, I might, that might be wrong. Um, she's the lead vocalist, but it does go with the dual vocals mm -hmm. a lot of times. Is it Cheeseman? Chessman? I guess Cheeseman's Park. Uh, very angry, in your face, hardcore punk. Like I think it was Chessman's Park. Chessman, okay. I think there's another song in between, but where it really started taking a turn for me was called Division Ave. And it's very like. I have that note I really like, yeah. Yeah, it's like very angry. It's all about uh, oppression of black and minorities, Black Lives Matter. And then it's followed by like a speech about like white Christianity and stuff. It's mm -hmm. an interesting speech. Um, and then I think the, the, the it just kind of takes a turn to like sounding like modern life is war to me a little yeah. bit. It kind of like slows down. It definitely changes tone. And that's where I, I started to get a lot more. Yeah, actually. me too. Because I was just like, it, it started off fine, but yeah. it was like, you know, like a lot of other hardcore bands. So Promises Kept. More like melodic, grinding. Hollow Hope was my favorite song Hollow on there. Hope was one in the downstairs in the movies. Yeah, really good. So Hollow Hope, I guess, is pretty much like living in 2020 and just looking for hope through all the social unrest and bullshit, trying to climb yourself out of the hole. That has um, dual vocals, and I really like the bassline running through. Yeah. It's really cool. Downstairs in the Middle East, really cool guitar riff. Pretty much, uh, what do we do with our lives? Back, back on the wall. Yeah, I wrote that wrong. Back on the wall, uh, musically, it, that really reminded me of Modern Life is War. And it's more or less like people, like the, the people that are supporting oppression and just like yeah, people not, like not standing for that bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a, a slower and heavier song. Uh, to the Moon and Back, that almost started with like a gloomy, doomy yeah. start. And then it's just more melodic hardcore. And that again has dual vocals. I think that's, uh, I think that's where it ends. Yeah. So Fame, like this album had a lot of hype. It sold out really, oh, really? quick and stuff. Yeah, but I really like it. As I said, it starts off very angry in your face and it kind of continues to be mm -hmm. angry in your face, but it's not like hitting you over the head with it. Like the way, yeah. it's hard to say, but it's very intel intelligible, uh, intelligent lyrics about pretty much everything's going on and just sick of all the BS. But yeah, it, I think the album just musically progresses mm -hmm. it, like each song goes on throughout the album. And I really dig it. I think it is awesome. Yes, I liked it a lot, especially when they start to change it. Yeah, that's what was just very interesting to me. Because yeah. at first I'm like, okay, like what's the hype about mm -hmm. this? And then I'm like, oh, now I'm getting it. Like it just kind of mm -hmm. switch, switch gears yeah. a little bit there. But fame, hollow hope. Speaking of hype, ba -da -ba so Ellie yeah. Witch is a band I almost blew off. Ironically, very ironic, as it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Because I love this album. So, hey, I bought it. Yeah, I did too. So LA Witch, 
is off Suicide Squeeze. They formed in 2011. Their first album came out, the first LP came out in 2017. Okay. That was LA Witch. And then this is Play With Fire. And I was seeing ads pop up for it. And every time I'd see it, I'd be like, eh. And I think it was recently they announced, it's when they announced a limited edition Suicide Squeeze pre-order. Mm-hmm. They might they put up one of like their second song. It might have been um, I Want to Lose. Okay. I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to listen to it. Get out of it. Listen to it. Then immediately pre-ordered yeah. the album. And this album it's fantastic. is great. It's the tits, as you said. Mm-hmm. What do we have with LA Witch? Where are they out of? LA. Uh, I figured as so, much, but... Originally, they were just going to be called Witch, but there was already a band called Witch when they formed. Mm. Or maybe, is it La Witch? La Witch. <laughs> La, La Witch. It's like someone who... La Peace. Spelled out La Peace. La Peace. <laughs> I got the hiccup. Ugh. But yeah, it's really good. So I got like halfway through and I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this on <laughs> Yeah, no, it's amazing. So this came out um, August 21st. And unfortunately, again, going back to... Pre-order, so I, I bought the special, whatever, like limited edition, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for it to come. I'm waiting for it to come. It's not going to ship till October. That's like Miss Miss Piss. Yeah, like, it still hasn't shipped mm-hmm. to me. Well, you know, COVID. <laughs> well, I get, I Yoda. get. It. <laughs> so, how to describe LA Witch? Well, if it were a movie, let's say the cliched movie where the young person where the band comes to Hollywood with dreams of stardom and they start to get success. Ellie Witch would be that person or that band right when they're starting to get a little too strung out. Yes. And that is sort of the impression there's like it's They're like heroin's not that bad. It's rock it facilitates between garage rock and punk and they do a little bit of everything. Psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cite the Gun Club. And, and it's all like lo-fi. Like... Very lo-fi. They do a... Um, it's weird. The rhythm section, the drums and bass tend to be front, mm-hmm. while guitar tends to be in back. Sadie Sanchez is the vocalist and guitarist. Okay. And she has this awesome, kind of depressing monotone that occasionally swaggers. She remind, remind me slightly of remind me a little bit of Holly go lightly yeah. slightly and a little bit of Blondie. It almost yeah. remind me a little bit of Boy Toy. Boy Toy meets Habibi a little bit. Okay. And that I guess they're all trying to do like you know harmonies and and whatever. The first album was very surfy. Okay. Surf we'll call it Doom Surf. Yeah. This one not so much. As a matter of fact, the only song that's really kind of surfy is the the opener Firestarter. Mm-hmm. And it's surfy. And the fire. That's what I thought at first. Um, until it's not. Because a lot of times the chorus changes into this really fabulous hard guitar riff that ascends and it's like rough. And it is not where you expect the song to go. Yeah. Because the song's almost like a round that goes into uh, Motorcycle Boy, mm-hmm. which is sort of a pastiche of all those uh, teen death songs. Yeah. yeah. You know what we call splatter platters. <laughs> Very 60s, has this really awesome guitar work that conveys like the tragic ending of motorcycle boy mm-hmm. motorcycle boy you're awesome uh you better check the weather <laughs> uh love it dark horse uh that reminds me of a jefferson airplane song yes it bit. does it's so weird because it's it starts out kind of folky with the spanish guitar and like yeah. the organ there's this break that's so fucking weird and psychedelic yeah and it's, like a lot of these songs it's like the chorus doesn't 
is for a different song, mm-hmm. but they they work. Yeah, I agree. Um, I want to lose is the mover, the shaker, the one with a lot of energy, a lot of swagger. Love it. Love every song of this album. Mm-hmm. Generation Z is weird. Remind me of a cramp song, at least musically, not her vocals. Yeah. Sexorexia is very Jim Morrison esque. Yeah. I'll leave it to someone because you want to get a piece, I guess. I guess. Maybe the weather is like a is like a campfire song. I really like that when song. Everyone took acid. Yeah, I like it. It's so like my, climax. So my one, yeah, my one, my one issue with maybe the weather is it feels like it should have been the final song of the. Ah, uh, yeah, I could see that. True Believers, very frantic, chaotic. Yeah, True uh, Believers, good. It's like like I feel like the last five songs might have been put together like they should, yeah I think you're right with maybe the weather should have ended on that like I feel like yeah. I don't sorry but I can almost picture Sadie like hurling a whiskey bottle at the crowd on stage and then starred the final song I actually I like it I, I just don't have an opinion it's very chaotic yeah there's nothing it's, but yeah yeah nine songs 30 minutes which really is really good is like two and a half songs off Ritual Earth <laughs> yeah true but really good yeah I couldn't stop listening to it yeah I really want the vinyl to come out so I can listen to that yeah, I was very surprised. I listened to it last night, and I was like, was it, it was last night or Thursday, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> this is good shit. Yeah, so LA Witch, check it out. Who are they on? Suicide Squeeze. That's right, yes. All right, my last one is a band that we all all like. My yes. husband's favorite band. Uh, Division of Laura Lee, Apartment. It was their first album since Tree, which came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. That's wow. crazy. yeah. They're from Sweden. This is their fifth full album, and it's called Apartment. Uh, August 21st, 2020, if I already said that, sorry. One of my, f- probably my favorite Divisional Laura, Laura Lee album is Violence is Timeless. Oh, really? I would say. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. And I would I, say. 2008, that came out. Oh. Pretty great. What's your favorite? Black City. Okay. This, I think Mark said it reminded, this album reminded him more of Black City a little bit. I would say, to me, not at first, but after I started to get it, I was like, yeah, it totally does. So it starts up with Sit Up Straight. Classic Division of Laura Lee feel. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like it's like an anxiety attack. It's muffled. It's noisy. It's pretty cool. Yeah, noisy. It's just like a noisy Division mm-hmm. of Laura Lee song. I'm like, what does doll mean? Oh, Division of Laura Lee. Did you write doll in yours? Yeah. I wrote doll in mine, too. <laughs> Dodge Bullets, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. A little heavier. I love the guitar going through the chorus. It's a much fuller sound, and it's kind of dark lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Apartment. And this is probably the perfect pandemic song ever. I did, if you listen to read the lyrics, it's awesome. I love it. It has that classic Division of Laura Lee's uh, sound about being trapped in some capacity. There's a little piano solo going through it. Really cool song. I keep trading what my first and second favorite on the album is. Hollow Pricks is one or one of my favorites. Very cool guitar work. It's heavy. has this like kind of punk vibe going through it. And it's like you know, staying true to yourself and not caring about the riches, the fame. I almost feel like... And, and like, I, I haven't looked at Division of Laura Lee lyrics in a long time, but yeah. I feel like this is more political. But like, yeah, not, I did. Yeah, kind of. I think everyone's political. Yeah, there. safe is kind of where the the album starts to kind of slow down a little bit. I would mm-hmm. say it's slower. It's about loving someone who's not on the same page as you in life. I would, I would think this is just what I think. Or someone's in love with you and he or she is not. Wow. Paris, I think he's about the shootings in the nightclub. Yeah, I think so too. I really like Paris. Yeah, it's slower and it's more like embrace peace and be nonviolent. A sweat, it's like very dark, but it has a really catchy chorus rift. Curtains, that's where you hear some female vocal. Mm. Her name is Joanna Hellquist. It's very, um, very chill. Mm-hmm. 
It's very rock and roll. It's almost like a heavy shoegazing song to a yeah. point. Really like the opening of that one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very interesting opening. Spite about being closed-minded. It's very mm-hmm. noisy, like kind of groove yeah. alt-rock. And then it ends with Always Around. It's like a slower... Uh, and I think most Division of Laura Lee albums um, end on a slower yeah. song. It's a slower song, and it's, I guess it's just about existing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like questioning a lot of yeah. different things. But I think it's just a very strong record for mm-hmm. their fifth and like not having a record out in yeah. like seven years or so. I really, really like it. Um, mm-hmm. As I said, it is not my favorite, but it's it's definitely up there. The more you listen sometimes to Division of Laura Lee songs, like albums, it like really starts growing on you yeah, like a lot of things. Yeah. But some of the songs on here like deliberate like hit me right away and I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, this is really good. But I think it's a really good album and um I like Division of mm-hmm. Laura Lee. They are yeah. awesome. That is it. So a few other things. Uh, I've been listening to that Bridget Dawson album, Ballet of Apes. I'll probably talk about it next time. Mm-hmm. Really like it. Well, Angel I- Olsen. Oh yes, go ahead. So Angel Olsen's album came out. Kind of a disappointment. And a lot of people were sort of conveyed the surprise and a bit of disappointment that, yeah, it's mostly acoustic versions of older songs. Which, they're done very well. Yeah, it's a very good song, or uh, album. But she, she came it came with that 7-inch, uh, 45 uh-huh. or whatever, with like a new single, and there was yeah. like one other new song, I think. So, yeah. But I was expecting new music. I didn't think the whole, mm-hmm. it was going to be... Maybe I didn't read it all the way. I think that's... I think I've heard the same thing. I just saw Angel Olsen... Want to get that sweet pre-order in? Yeah. And jumped. No, it, it is very beautiful. Yeah, it's all acoustic, very minimalist. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, think I'm, I forgot. It's that time in the show when Lou gets vomits. All the like. So listening to it, I never realized that. I think it's Lark. Mm-hmm. We're all mirrors. Whereas Leah long string of angels going yeah, like not really singing like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so there's that came out. So I guess that qualifies as, as music news. Riley from Power Trip um, unfortunately yeah. passed away a few weeks ago. He was only 33, 34 years old. Yeah. No one knows what happened, but really, really sad. Yeah, like, shocked I've everyone. heard of um, plenty of interviews with the guy. Seemed really cool, old school punk kid, like down to earth from Texas. Uh-huh. Always put on a great show. I've seen Power Trip a few times, and they were mm-hmm. always awesome yeah. to see live. So it's really a shame to see this guy passed mm-hmm. so so early in life so that sucked to hear right. so let me talk about another band real quick sure it did suck though not though like <laughs> um so i showed jamie this video before we started recording mm-hmm. i was beeping and bopping around on the aka internet. masturbation oh uh, that was after like you had to cool down and i found i don't know how i got there but it was of this band you're like slovakian porn <laughs> This band covering I Was Made for Loving You by Kiss. So, I'm not a big Kiss fan. You're not? No. I'm waiting for Jamie to get back. She's brewing up, y'all. You can't talk without me? I can't. <laughs> I cannot. I watch it, and they do a really good job, and it's weird because like the, the lead singer is a woman named Andrea Montenu, I okay. believe. And she looks like she's either, as Jamie said, she could be either 14 years old or 36. Yeah. And she's a, she's either like... She I has that like Bjork syndrome. Like you just don't know. She has Bjork syndrome. She's very petite. Mm-hmm. She's very small. There's another girl in the band who also looks young. So I think they might actually be teenage girls. It looks like they are, but and I think just, just do not know. This is a Romanian band and they seem to do exclusively covers. 
I might touch on them more next time. I have to go through more of their catalog, but they do a lot of like, like covers. They do anything from Sweet Child of Mine to Love Gun to Barracuda. They do Barracuda, <laughs> which I should do. Yeah. But they also do stuff. They do uh, Barbie, by Aqua. Really. And uh, Heart of Glass. Don't tell Victor. I know that's what I Interesting. Brian May of Queen mm-hmm. has been doing this thing where people play songs with him. There's a it's a, I think since COVID. He plays he plays with his band. Uh, he plays Hammer to Fall on Skype. Mm-hmm. There's one thing unfortunate about this band, and I'm guessing it's either a translation issue or they're not aware of the gravitas. But the name of the band, yeah. Iron Cross. Mm. Not to be confused with the other Iron Cross. Hmm. So might be delving into that next time. You know what we should do next time too? All Them Witches has an album out, and yeah. I have not oh, touched all it yet. All Them Witches, yeah, I haven't touched. I have a backlog. I have like Me a whole too. bunch of shit I have to listen to. Because it's not, I can't download it. It doesn't have enough da- download, and I didn't uh-huh. get through Bandcamp. A lot of times through Bandcamp, I'll just like yeah. put it on my phone and listen. I definitely want to touch on that yeah. next time because I we both really like yes. All Them Witches. Um, I'm halfway through the Sick of It All autobiography called mm-hmm. The Blood and the Sweat. Yeah, it's about the Kohler brothers guitarist and the singer mm-hmm. and it's been pretty interesting um they touch on like reading and unisound a lot and um allentown and oh, just really? how bad the skinheads were huh. there was one show they were talking it was like them and biohazard i can't remember who else is with them and mark's like i was at that show and they were just talking about like how a fucking riot broke out mm-hmm. and it was, it was insane and more like i remember mark talking to me about that show like going there when he was you know what i don't know 16 years mm-hmm. old or something like that so it was like interesting to read mm-hmm. but it's pretty good like they it's uh, I like Sick of It All. I think they're a, are a good band. I wasn't a fan until I was older. It's been enjoyable to read, and it's just it's just like them kind of getting interviewed, and they'll like talk to members of their band and yeah. stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Umbrella Academy. You want to talk about Umbrella that? Umbrella Academy. So I've been. I think I'm on episode eight of Umbrella oh, Academy. I know you're done. What was the last I thing missed. I saw? Oh, the last thing. Uh, spoiler: If you didn't watch it. Uh, the last episode ended with Ellen Page kissing, like they're in oh, the car. Vanya kissing. Vanya kissing. Yeah, and then, yeah. and the, the husband is watching. That's oh. the last one I saw. And it's been good. Like, I'm a big Kate Walsh fan. I think that's Yeah, we the, talked about this, handler. I think, a while ago. I, lo- I think she is hilarious, and I think she's great in the series. It's a great role for her. But altogether, it's been really good. Klaus is awesome. Um, everyone's really Klaus. cool. Yeah, yeah. Umbrella Academy is. is it's a good, it's a nice watch. I'm, I'm shocked how good it is. Yeah. Even though I wasn't expecting it to be bad. Normally when a, a show is very heavy on soundtrack stuff, yeah. it bothers me. Not in this case. No. Diego's been a very likable character yeah. too, which I didn't care for him. Oh, first. did you, I don't know if you got to, it's, it's a funny little thing where someone describes it as having caveman face. I think, I think Kate, I think Kate Walsh. Kate Walsh, Walsh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they gave Diego, they beefed up his role, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like... I think Klaus kind of got downplayed a little bit. Klaus isn't as prominent. But I think it's been good. Allison is more interesting. Mm -hmm. Ellen Page. Mm -hmm. Vanya. Vanya. I did see one other movie. What did you see? Not in the theater. On video on demand. Mm -hmm. Bill and Ted Face the Music. You did tell me this. So, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, make sure you don't. But I'm going to say... What do you say to like that point? I don't know. This kind of movie, this will say, this kind of movie was a very dicey proposition. You know, doing a, a sequel to a movie that's been out like for 30 years or whatever. Mm. And the two principals are older gentlemen. One of them doesn't really act anymore. Mm-hmm. The other one is the internet's favorite meme, Keanu Reeves. 
I thought that was Nick Cage, actually. Keanu Reeves is, like, different. He's, like, beloved by the internet. <laughs> it, it could have gone so wrong, mm-hmm. and it did it. It's That's great. Good. You should watch it. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to pay money for it though. Oh, it's like Mulan. You want to? I won't. I wouldn't mind. Mulan's seeing... getting shitty reviews. Oh really? No Mushu. Mm. It's it's one of those things where people on both sides hate it for some reason. I don't know. But yeah, it's like thirty bucks a month. Thirty bucks on top of your Disney subscription. Yeah, I, but in three months, I think it's going to be free if you have a subscription. Oh, which is um, when the Mandalorian comes out. I think. Mm-hmm. No, um, actually October. Okay. Mark has been watching Cobra Kai. Yeah, I saw that song. He's uh, been enjoying that. I've watched a little bit of it. It's not bad. I I have a quite controversial uh, opinion. No. I think Karate Kid is dumb. Ooh. <laughs> I was never really a fan. Like, it was okay. But uh-huh. all these people are like, Karate Kid! I'm like, oh, was, who cares? It was stupid. Like, I don't, re- I don't remember any of this stuff, half of it. Wow, I didn't know this was going to be our last podcast. <laughs> but what I've seen of... The uh, Cobra Kai is pretty interesting, and they it it's like seems like kind of cheesy, but they do it in a good way. Like they know we're well, being it was a cheesy. YouTube series originally. Yeah, the, and then they finally got first streaming for Netflix. Is it Netflix? Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch it. I have such a hard problem. Were you a uh, Johnny? Were you a uh, Karate Kid? Not fan? really. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't understand the hype of it that much. It's like I don't know because it's about a kid from Jersey. I wasn't a hater as much. Like, I, I, as I said, I don't hate Karate Kid. I just didn't care. But that, I, I'm more, I don't want to say, like, Transformers is the one where I'm like, Ugh. I love the Transformers. Yeah. And there's a Transformers original series on Netflix now. Yeah, I will not be watching that. She, she not thinks. at all. She's going to put one of those clockwork orange chairs. And like, <laughs> what else is going on? Since we're pretty I know. on topic. Mm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We'll give it a minute. We can yeah, this is weird. Uh, Black Panther died. Yeah, it was so, it Chadwick uh, Boseman? What was this? I'm going to get his name wrong. Black yeah, Panther. I feel... T'Challa. What? T'Challa, the Black Panther. Oh. Okay. But I bring that Chadwick up... Boseman, I believe. Yeah. Right? yeah. But I bring that up because uh, someone had posted a list of people I would rather be dead than Chadwick Boseman. Uh, and it was one name, Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then that spiraled into something because Lightfelt was not too happy. The well, subtext... like, I'm going to not draw feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I guess the subtext was, if you really read it, he put out a big statement. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, one of his kids saw it. But uh... he said a member of his family drew his attention to it. I can't believe he still gets so much hate. He, he gets way too much hate. For someone, by the way, who everyone says is a really nice guy. Um, I have... I watched the whole um, Boys of Summer about Mark McGuire, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Yeah. And I forgot he bought one of the like the main oh, baseball really? for like yeah. millions of dollars oh, or whatever. Wow. And they were... Because I'm like, I forgot Rob Liefeld did that. And but, um, I was like, doesn't know how to draw feet. Yeah, all these people... <laughs> he's too busy counting his money. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know how to draw tits. <laughs> that is for I'm going to really quick tell my favorite uh, Rob Liefeld story before continuing this story. I used to read comics. I still read them to some extent, but not to like how I used to. Yeah. And I used to get cable. Yeah. Oh, I used to get everything. So no, if, no. Like, I just, I'm picturing his over-the-top artwork, but it yeah, works so for that time. So, for a while, the artist on cable was taking a very understated approach. And it was kind of like a Jack Kirby-esque. Cable was living like a normal life, and he was dating a waitress who was an average waitress, and she actually had a son who has uh, special needs. Mm-hmm. And it was this sweet thing that he's like, he's has this av- normal life, 
with an, a normal woman. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and fights whatever. Yeah. So Rob Liefeld comes back. And he's just like bulging biceps. And seriously, like, this average waitress started to look like a fucking stripper in zero G. <laughs> and it was like shocking. He did the... Uh, very short skirt, yeah, the pose. The pose that you would have to go in for some back surgery for real life. <laughs> and, yeah, no feet. Yeah. So all these people came out of the Woolworth saying, like, this is bullshit, you know. Basically defending Rob Liefeld, like, it's really fucked up that you would attack a person like this. And the guy who, I don't remember his name, but he's, like, an executive at Tops. Okay. He sort of issued a non-apology apology, like, basically saying, I better, like, grow up, people. There are more important things to work with. Worry about, like, anti... Or not into that, but he'd be dead. <laughs> Saying like, he'd be, yeah, basically. Other stuff, yes. Which you could argue is, you know, it's true. They're more, you know, him making a dumb joke, but also I'm sure someone, you know, if someone brought, like one of your kids was like, someone wants you dead. It would not. Yeah. Um, I did see, did you see um, these pictures online? <laughs> yeah. Of the death of Black Panther, like these little kids, these little boys and girls all like set up their action figures and have like Black Panther laying down. Like it is uh, the saddest, yeah. like heartbreaking stuff yeah. you'll see. And you'll see like they're doing like the uh-huh. Wakanda stuff. It's it's so sad. I, I'm sure. There's uh, like a little boy in like a hospital like fighting cancer and he's got his so, like Marvel <laughs> Avenger right. characters. Well, he was like, like <laughs> stop me. Because I had heard they were, t- after he died, I was heard- It's sad. Like he thought he was going to beat it. Like, like they said a yeah. week before he was still like, uh-huh. I-, I can't believe the guy like never said, like was kept it secret well for like four years and someone like he was very big into children's cancer stuff yeah and i know like i was listening to a guy talking about they had met him at like an event and it was probably and he just broke down in tears when he's talking about these kids and in retrospect he was probably like going through his own cancer yeah it's a shame um, guys i love them as black yeah i thought he was really cool i didn't see was he like he was James Brown? I think James Brown. I did not see that. I heard he was really good as Jackie Robinson in the in Forty Two. I think it was called. What's Jackie Robinson's yeah. number? But um, I don't remember exactly what the movie was called. Uh, my sister saw it. And she said it was really, really mm-hmm. good. But he's a good actor. It's a shame he's like forty three. He's like, yes, yeah, it sucks. Mm. That downer. Yeah. So what else wow. you have planned for this weekend? This I don't know. Downer cry. weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Every day is a Labor Day weekend for me, folks. I've been unemployed for a couple months now. Mm. Well, you got school and stuff. Yeah, I got my weed class. That that did start back up then. Yeah. I thought you said that it was kind of it, it was all, shelf. Yeah, my weed it was all fucked up, but I oh, okay, that's good. That's cool. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Labor so Day maybe weekend. we we cut this one a little short. Yeah, that's cool. So you can find us in all the usual places. Mm-hmm. Trash South Street on Facebook. www.trashsouthstreet.com. Uh-huh or gmail.com um, all our fun filled places yes and next time yeah maybe we'll do maybe we'll actually like ask a question we'll do a topic I promise yeah listen everybody awesome Bye. Bye.